Sorry about the um, technical difficulties, but um, we're here and we're live, and this is um, actually episode 11. Yay! Oh my gosh, we've already done 10? Okay. Yep, episode 11. I am definitely excited about that. I mean, we've come from yeah. show number one, getting started, and remember we started with Lisa and talked yeah. to um, Jay, and I mean, we just had a bunch of great people up here. Ashley, it was so many wonderful people that we got a chance to meet so far. Yeah, for real. Everybody has been so great. It would be great to have Lisa today with everything that's happening with Shea Moisture, right? But we, we may or may not talk about it. I don't want to get yeah. it. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> um, have her come back and um, do, you know, all of us kind of do just an open um, conversation about, you know, subjects that are affecting us daily as black women and you know, kind of expand on some of the things you guys talk in your blog posts. I've been reading everything you guys have been putting out and really looking forward to um, getting the news on what's going on and kind of keeping up with things. Yeah. Uh, You know, like I said, I don't know if we want to start talking about it yet. Um, Sharon should be calling in in a second. I let her know that we have a little bit of technical difficulty. But, um, yeah, we probably will. She, as a, you know, she owns a, a makeup line. So, and, of course, um, she's a black-owned business owner. So I know she will probably have some input. So we might might just wait for her. Okay, yeah, she's um, getting ready. I'm actually getting ready to bring her in. Um, hello? Hey. Hey, Sharon. Hey, hey, how are you guys? Thank you so much for having me. Of okay. course. We're excited to have you today. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, she highly recommended me to you and um, said that you would be a wonderful guest. And she was just bragging all the wonderful things you were doing with your makeup line, your clothing line. And um, I said, let's bring her on and let's chat. Yeah, hair yeah. flip. Yes, honey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was telling Paige we are actually on episode 11, so you are kind of coming in right in the middle of us just getting everything started, but we've been really excited about um, everybody who's been here. So if you want to go ahead and just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are and some of the things that you're doing, and then we can kind of just get into some of the questions that I have. Awesome, awesome. So my name is Sharon Richardson, and I was born and raised in the Virgin Islands, Island Gal in the building. Um, I actually have a fashion degree from FIT. Please pardon the sirens in my neighborhood. <laughs> okay, I just um, had a train two seconds ago, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You got to love the city, right? Um, um, So much much life. Like, it's never a dull moment. And it's funny because I don't hear it after a while, but now I'm, like, doing this. I can hear it. Like, uh, yeah, okay. So, okay. So they're gone. (laughs) So I actually went to FIT, and I've worked in fashion for in New York on 7th Ave for, like, 12 years, traveled the world, and uh, what I didn't see, it was funny because I traveled the world, was all over the place, and what I didn't see represented 
was women who were, uh, you know, more curvy. I, I only designed for stuff up to like a large. And after that, we were considered mama size. And so, so I'm like, and then they had to get like the mama size models. And then sometimes they would go, Sharon, do you want to be the mama side model? I'm sorry. What just happened? What did you just ask me? Did you just call me a mama? I mean, so it was really like, and I always said when I do start a brand, I want to be able to have sexy, classic clothing for women who are not up to a large, who, you know, because the average size in America is a 14. And so whether they want to believe it or not, that's what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I started, I started Guan by Sharon like 10 years ago and Guan in my native tongue means go ahead. So my brand is about empowering women to go ahead and be their authentic self. I mean, if your body just wants to be fluffy, let it be fluffy. If, if you know, if you're healthy, whatever that is, you got cellulite, you got right. back fat, you got rolls on the side, you know, that Dunlap, that, uh, what my, what my Spanish friend call it? A fupa in the front. Yeah. Fupa. Um, you know, yeah, but you got your little fupa. Just embrace all of that. So I think what um, makes my clothing great is that they're classic. So stuff that I designed 10 years ago, I see women still rocking right now. And so for me, that, that, was, that was the gist of it. It came from not seeing myself represented uh, even when mm-hmm. I designed because I couldn't, I couldn't even wear the clothes because it didn't fit me. So I was on the floors of Macy's and Bloomies and Saks down to the Walmarts and the stairs of the world. However, it was never something that I could wear because I, I designed stuff that didn't, wasn't for me. But now I have the best job. I get to design stuff for me and all the fabulous queens in the land. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just an amazing message because, I mean, body shaming needs to end. Like, women need to be okay. Well, I mean, this is just my point of view. You know, I'm totally agreeing that, I mean, it's an awesome message. Because, I mean, we have such different shapes, like, you know, the hips, I mean, it's so hard for me to go in and kind of find things that I really like the way they fit, you know, it's just not catering to, you know, certain aspects of my body. So the message is just wonderful, especially with social media, you know, everybody can kind of get um, mixed up with, you know, having a picture of these different images going on and kind of want to compare yourself to that. So, I mean, it's definitely something that, you know, everybody can kind of take something away from, you know, a positive message. So thanks for sharing that with us. Um, yes, you are welcome. Yeah, I really love it. Um, self-love is something that we were talking about actually on our last show, so it's great to kind of, you know, reiterate some of that and bring that to the forefront, forefront because it's important to you know, encourage one another. So um, can you kind of just give us a couple of your self-love tips that, I mean, we all can use some tips and kind of share, you know, different ways that we kind of acknowledge self and um, just take care of our, our ourselves. So what are some tips that you would kind of give ladies out here? Okay, so this is perfectly up my, my other, because I do like, I have like four different things that I do. So fashion is one. And the next thing that I do, here's the police again. I'm not sure uh, what's happening. <laughs> Don't come for me, Harpo. Hopefully. Uh, so the other big. thing that I did, <laughs> the other thing that I did like two years ago with uh, the Love of Periscope was I started a women empowerment movement. And so it's called the Queen Oration. Of course, I made it up because 
that's what designers do. We make stuff up. And so it started on Periscope, me um, just uh, giving advice, and it has usually been my life, like giving advice to women um, along my journey. And so backtrack a little bit, probably like six years ago, was going through a lot and praying, and God said, you will empower women. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm a potty mouth, rum drinking, came home 16 and pregnant woman. I am not empowering anybody, okay? I'm not empowering nobody. And fast forward, and here we are, almost 60K followers. Um, I have weekly classes. I'm going to Atlanta. I am going to Atlanta. This weekend is the first of my on my stop on my tour, my Guan Grown Scope tour. Again, started on Periscope. Um, and uh we have tons of women who are flying. The most amazing thing, we have women coming from California, Chicago, New Orleans, Texas, that they are all coming to Atlanta just to hang with me. It is so humbling to be to know that the gift that God gave me and the, the the knowledge that he instilled in me that I can pour that out into other women I was an angry black woman I hated on myself I didn't know my worth but what I think that a lot of us don't realize is those what do you call that the the shade the shade that people mm-hmm. throw that shade is a pour of negativity into your soul of your being. So when somebody says something that is like, girl, ooh, shade, no, no, boo, keep that. The little shade is those little things that keep breaking us and, and chipping away at our ego and chipping away at our um, self-worth. If you got a friend that throws shade all the time, if you got a boyfriend that throws shade all the time, you got to watch that. Watch that circle, how they're talking to you, what they're pouring into you. The best thing that I always tell women, I wrote a book called Lover of Me, because we all have to be lover of, of me, and it's an affirmation book, and it's a daily affirmation for because this is what I heard in, in my group. I listened to what the women want. They wanted how did you change the story and the narrative in your head about yourself, because I was in an abusive relationship. I got told I was a bee. I was never going to amount to nothing. I ain't going to be nothing blah, 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 that I was ugly, uh, this, but I changed the story because every day I poured into myself, I became responsible for filling my own happy love tank, my worthy tank, whatever, my happy tank. I, I became responsible. Too many times we put those responsibilities on other people. So I, I am responsible for that. When I'm not feeling good, what is the thing that you do to make yourself feel good? So every day I wake up, before my foot hits the floor, I have affirmations that I say to myself and just to pour into myself. Now I don't have people in my circle that are pouring negativity into me. But, you know, some, something a negative thought from when you were 10 years old could still linger with you well into your 50s if you don't counteract it with the positivity, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's important to definitely have positive thoughts about, I mean, yourself, the people around you, what you're doing, your business, you know, your goals. And um, having that stuff is like, it's key to progress. You know, you have to be around mm-hmm. what you want to be, and you have to surround yourself. And, 
you know, even if sometimes that means kind of excluding yourself from other people because you're working on something or you might need to work on yourself, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. okay to be selfish and say, hey, you know what, I need to pull back for a minute and come over here and work on me. I'll be back. You know, I'll see you in a couple of days, however mm-hmm. long it takes. I definitely can appreciate um, that message and, you know, really kind of manifesting those things that you want to be. And like you said, if you don't catch yourself, you can get into your 50s and, and 60s and still have, you know, those tendencies to kind of be that person that, you I mean, you don't really want to be, you know. It's easy to get caught up out here. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So, Quick, really quickly. Go ahead. Really, really Sorry. quickly because life – no, it's okay. Um, because life happens. And, you know, we're women and we're working and we're running, watching the kids, doing this, all of this stuff. And then, you know, by nature, our nature is to nurture everyone else and put ourselves to the background. And so I'm here to tell you selfish isn't selfish. Being selfish isn't selfish or selfless of you. It would be unworthy of you not to honor who you are and honor the queen within you and honor your desires and what it is that you need and how it is that you want to show up in the world. Um, I believe that all women possess the ability to be great. I believe that all women are beautiful in their skin. I believe that sisterhood is real. It's just finding women who think like you and honor you and respect you in the space that you're in and help you to bloom where you stand. And so that's, for me, what the Queen Oration is, and that's what I have um, started. And I'm very clear, you know, somebody asked me one day, oh, my God, your group doesn't have negativity and all this kind of stuff. I said, well, it's the leader, right? So if the leader leader is chaotic, then the group will be chaotic. But if the leader is clear on the mission, then the group will be clear on the mission as well. So – I feel like in life we all need to be clear on that mission. What is your mission? What's your destiny? Why are you here? What is your legacy? What are you going to leave behind? I'm clear on what I'm going to leave behind. It took me years, and I am, I'm, I'm, I'm an old head. I'm not mad, though, because I'm cute. You see my picture? I'm cute. Um, <laughs> so I'm a gaga of two, honey. And a, my baby is an attorney. And how many states, Paja? I think three now, right? Yes, honey, three. Had a three. <laughs> yeah, she that's is killing. That, that's that baby that I brought home at 16 years old. So all things are possible if you are willing to work and push for your dreams and push for what you believe in. Change the narrative. Pour love into your kids. Pour love into your community. It only one thing gonna happen. It's gonna come back to you. That's it. That's all. Amen. Hallelujah. So, um, so we know you have the Queen Oration tour. Before we go, you'll have to tell us all the places that you're making stops because we know the Atlanta one is this weekend, and that's yes. not up for me. So I'm gonna make that totally. one. Do want to? I do want to <laughs> come out. One of them, um, but tell awesome. us let's switch gears real quick because we know you have twenty jobs. So tell us about <laughs> the. <next line. laughs> 
Because a lot of people, you know, I, I like to repost you guys and stuff, and I, I, a lot of people see the term whorish beauty, and they're like, whorish beauty? Is she promote, you know, promoting being a whore? And, you know, they don't really know what the, or where the name comes from. I know, but I, I want to let you explain it. So tell us about whorish beauty, why you chose the name, and, and what it means. So for me, one of the things, Horus Beauty really was birthed as part of the Queen Aration. So one of the things that I do is when I want to make myself feel happy and sexy, I walk around all day with lipstick, the brightest, funnest lipstick. I don't, no face beat, Pager didn't beat my face to the gods, nothing. I'm just walking around with lipstick. That's it. That's it. That's all that I want. So that, and I would call it my Horus Lippy. And that, that's really where it started because I would challenge the women in the group because some of them didn't wear it. They were like, oh, my God, that's too grown. However, it started because growing up in the islands, you, we were, there were things that we weren't allowed to do. And then the elders would say, you cannot wear shorts because that's whorish. You cannot let your hair down because that's whorish. You can't go and play in the carnival, which I did this year with the Queen Oration, by the way. Um, you can't play mass in the carnival because it's whorish. You can't show up in your feminine power because it's whorish. And so what that did for a lot of us was put us in boxes. So we hid our femininity, our sexiness, our wiles, right? You can't wear a V-neck because God forbid a little bit of cleavage show, not a nipple, just the line, the tip of the line. That's whorish. Lace was whorish. Wearing an anklet was whorish for me. And as I started... As I launched, I started getting uh, emails and inbox messages and tweets with other islands and other things that they they would say. They just had different terminologies, a Jezebel, a fast gal, or this, but same premise. So I think that's what women attracted to once they hear it. It's like I am a whorish beauty because I'm taking back what my elders told me that I shouldn't be, but it's naturally me. I didn't start wearing bright lipstick. It's, I know Pedro remember this, old baby Mac from back in the day. Listen, I had about 20 of them tubes. That was as risque <laughs> as I get. Okay? I used to love that color, actually. It's one of my color. favorite colors, but it's it's very nude and kind of it's sparkly though, but just you know, a little sparkle, just a little sparkle. Oh. No, yeah. no, it's definitely not whorish. You know, nobody gonna call you anything out of your name wearing that. And I did that till I was well in my thirties because I was I just allowed other people's way of being to allow me to live. So whorish beauty is about taking back your power owning your femininity, showing up in this world exactly as you want to. And that's what it's about. Right now, um, when I come back from Atlanta, we are doing like a little mini commercial about what Horish is and who that woman is. You know, she's going to be sexy, long hair, a little lace hair, just being real, like, just real empowering about it. Like, um, yeah. And then, you know, doing, doing studies and stuff, for the queens, I realized why they would tell us to dim our sexuality because we had these nasty old men in our world that would, you know, molest girls. So our parents were doing this and our, our elders were doing this 
so that we wouldn't look attractive to these nasty old men who would do this. And, you know, real talk, we all know somebody, if it didn't happen to you, we know somebody who it happened to where um, that their life was changed because somebody took their innocence. And I get it doing the research. That's why they did it. They didn't do it to hold us down. They did it to protect us. However, I don't, I don't need protection anymore. I want to be, I just want to be a horse beauty wear bright lipstick, and now I learn how to put on lashes, girl. Bright lipstick and some snuffleupagus lashes. I am good. Go. Yeah, that just reminds me of when I was in New York and I was trying to get her to buy. Damn! I was trying to get her to buy. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, I am definitely here for it. I love it because red lips is like my favorite. Like I'm like a little rebel. Like I'm like I'm rocking my red. I might wear some black, purple. Like you know, I'm like, hey, I always tell people they're like, I don't want to try it, and I'm like, hey, you know what? If you don't like it, don't wear it again. Look. <laughs> just wipe it off. But, just wipe it off. Boo. Just wipe it off. Wipe but it off. you might like it. So, you know, it's nothing to lose from the show, you know, is what I try to tell people about being kind of adventurous. You know, people are like, I'm kind of scared to try that. And I'm like, hey, you know, you can always wipe it off if you don't like it and never do it again. But, you know, it's just fun kind of trying new things and exploring and, you know, just kind of having fun with life, you know? Exactly. That's exactly, exactly how I feel. I think uh, when Peja was here, she was trying to get me to wear dark colors. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that makes me look like I smoke weed. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then we, we came on. We were battling in the Mac store. She was like, after a while, she just was like, roll eye, side neck, hair flip, like whatever, Sharon. And um, I think I think I did that purple from Mac. What is it called? Heroin. And I was like, okay. This is my summer well, dog. I have that one too. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> I love that color. That's as dark as I will go. Right? It's a great color. Um, but yes, that's that's why Horace Duty was started, and um, I am really really excited about uh, branching out. And actually, I got to thank Paja for that because Paja was the one when it was inside the group, and all these you know one time a thread was two hundred deep with women dropping their lip colors. And their um, who they bought it from. Pedro was like in my inbox. Um, hey, sissy, so you need to go get your own lip line because um, yeah, this should be hashtagging you. And I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. never thought of it, right? Right. She had that lip line started the next day, girl. I was like, Sharon, who do you know? <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with me. I, I know I know people. Every time I come I in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I love these things. What do you call those things? They're so cute. I love them. Like little auto clips that I have downloaded because I like, I, you know, you want to make it fun and kind of, you know, show my personality and like, you know, just kind of do something it. different and not sitting there like all stale and stuff, you know. I'm like, let's have fun. I love it. Um, you know, just really make it live and interesting and make 
and people want to listen and kind of grab the attention of people. So, you know, I mean, you are a great, I mean, I don't even want to call it a storyteller because it's about your life. So I want to call it a story, but I mean, you just have some amazing testimonies to tell about, you know, all of the different things that you're doing. And I'm loving the conversation and everything that you're, you know, bringing to the show. So again, I really appreciate um, taking the time to be here and share this information with us because it's very, it's inspiring to hear, you know? Oh, I'm just a little island girl who had a dream and left 21 years ago, and, you know, here we are. Here we are. Uh, never thought that it could be my life, and I am utterly, utterly happy. You know, it took a while to get here, and that's my goal, to help women. And, you know, the common thread between all my brands, everything that I do, it's about empowering women inside and out. Lippy is out. Clothing is out. Queen Oration is in. Um, it's about liberating women, letting them know that it's okay to show up as you are, take that mask off, show up as your authentic self, be yourself. The world has two ways they can take you. They can love you or they can love you. And that's it. People love authenticity. People love when you are who you are. That's what people love. Um, you know, along the journey, not going to lie, I lost a lot of so-called friends, but you know what I gained? I gained authentic friends, the ride arrives. You know, I don't like to say ride arrives. Real talk? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'm not, I'm not nobody. Okay? We're going to get right to the mountaintop. Like, what was that? What was that? What's, what's Bonnie and Clyde? Right to the mountaintop, and I'm not, you can go over and kill yourself. I'm just going to go back and be with my grandkids. But we cool, though. I ride and ride to the end, and that's it. And so for me, that's really, really important to be that ride or ride. T-shirt coming soon, by the way. Pedro, you know I don't play with that, right? You know the T-shirt be dropping. That's right, right so, girl. Um, get them plugs um, in. Get those T-shirts out. You see the hell okay. up here. I, I'm seeing like 40. <laughs> I'm seeing like 40 shirts here that you need to have. <laughs> You have some great inspiring messages that, I mean, I definitely would love to rock and, and share the movement with everybody that I know. So um, I'm definitely here for the T-shirts. Please let us know um, when they come out. I got to follow you on Instagram so we can share that with everybody and they can grab one. Awesome. Awesome. That would be fun. Yep, yeah, that would definitely be great. You know, I love moves that, like, get the women sparked up and they join in and everybody's feeling happy about themselves. And I mean, just unity is important to me, you know, just women unite and saying, Hey, we don't have to compete all the time. Let's work together. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. that's, That's for me, the greatest thing. Let's, we can all work together. We can all empower each other. We can just all be, um, great. Oh, Hey, Valerie. Thank you for joining. Oh, hey, Valerie. Hey, Lori. She's typing us on um, Insta, I mean, on Facebook. Um, um, if she wants to come in and ask a question or anything like that, I can. Uh, she can. Um, um, I can have her come live. So I'm going to add her in to see if she has any questions that she wanted to ask. Is that okay, everybody? Yeah. 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 Okay, let's add her in then. <clears throat> Hey, Valerie. Who else is on here? Valerie. Valerie, can you hear us? 
So she put us on mute. Yeah, she might have us on mute. She's typing now. I'll just wait until I think she's typing. I can see it on my phone, so let's wait and see what she says. But um, <clears throat> so your designs, um, you said that you kind of go for a vintage style. I love vintage. So what's the kind of inspiration of going vintage? I mean, there's so many different styles that you can kind of go to to design an outfit or a line. Um, what's your motivation on that? I I I just feel like a woman doesn't have to wear a skin tight dress or a boob hanging out or leg hanging out for her to be sexy. Listen, I can walk into a building with a trash bag and still slay. Okay? Still slay all day. It's about the attitudes, about how you work it, how you show up. So for me it's you know, my inspirations are like old Hollywood. Like I should have lived back in the day. I probably would kill somebody, kill a man, you know, for bossing me around. But, I, you know, you would be walking in the grocery store with a fur cape and some gloves, honey, and some little kidding heels to just pick up some milk with my red bright lipstick, like, and my little uh, pill hat. Like, I love stuff like that. So really who I get inspired by is, like, Dynasty. Like, I love that 80s era with the strong shoulder. That's what I'm loving right now. Um, I love uh, Golden Girls. Uh, you know who my favorite is, like everybody's favorite is. Dorothy is the queen of shade. Like she shouldn't even be anybody's friend. Uh, <laughs> but I love, she should be nobody's friend. Queen of shade, honey. Uh, Blanche Devereaux is like so amazing. I made a dress uh, a few years back called Miss Devereaux, and it was inspired by a dress that I saw her wearing. And I just, it had just great shoulders and sharing. It was just fabulous. And so for me, I like stuff like that. It's little details. For me, um, I love when, to me, I think the sexiest thing on a woman is some shoulder cleavage and, and some uh-huh. toe cleavage. It's not about the boob cleavage. Ooh, and give, the odd cleavage, you know, the back cleavage, the toe cleavage, oh, yeah. the shoulder cleavage. That's, that's the alluring thing. That's what men don't get to see. Men see booties and booty all day, a day. If, well, if he's a real king, he's not looking at that. But for a woman to come into a bar, sit with a simple, easy dress, just drape, drape so effortlessly off her shoulder while she sips on her martini, hello, with her horish beauty lippy on, I am so done. Like, it wins. Um, that's, that's, who, that's who I emulate. You know, I am 45. Oops, I said it out loud. That don't matter because I look <laughs> a good 20. Everybody agree right now. Yeah, Sharon, you look a good late 20s right now. Like, I know, girl. I know. <laughs> you, just, you look a good one. <laughs> late you 20s. Look and so, <laughs> thank you. I know. My daughter's 29. She's still going, I can't believe. I still can't what? believe. What? I can't believe you have a 29-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say. She can't be on a 30-year-old stage now. at 16. <laughs> she's, she's awesome. She's amazing. Uh, simply, simply amazing. Um, so yeah, like even the picture that you you used for the thing, the the poster, the flyer. That's look at that. Just shoulder cleavage. There's no boob out. There's no anything out. Just beautiful shoulders out. Just hey, hi, how are you? It's it's about owning that power, that feminine power. Mhm. I'm living for the highlighted shoulders right now. Like you know just like a little bit of glow on the collarbone or the shoulder. That's 
that's oh. where my mind is um, highlighting. It's like all about those little natural kind of bone areas. Like you said, that men be like, wow, this is, I mean, because you see so much now of the body exposed on women. I'm like, God, I'm glad I'm getting older. But dresses now are just half naked. And I'm, that's me being older because I wore short shorts before, you know. So I'm just kind of like, transitioning into my <laughs> into my age but I'm just want to see some highlighted shoulders, collarbones. I mean I just think that's like really sexy and classy and beautiful. And mm-hmm. I mean of course we all love the highlighter right now. So it's just another area to highlight look. <laughs> uh, now I know I'm gonna highlight a shoulder and a collarbone. Wait for it. Yes baby you got to slap some up there and it will have a nice little sparkle, not too much, but you know, it will really delight reflects off of those areas it just kind of gives it that little extra detail so Hmm. now you just give me a whole idea I'm still like trying to ponder what to create for Atlanta this weekend Um, so yeah you saying that I'm like oh let's show some collarbones so and that way I can say highlights so look out for the highlighted picture on my hashtag the fox okay fox highlight I'm like all for the shoulder highlight right now. Like my mind is just like this summertime. I'm seeing like glowing collarbones and and mm-hmm. um, shoulders and really just some natural little points hitting the light and highlighting those areas. Um, so, uh, Paige, did you have anything else that you wanted to add or ask while um, we're still here? We got about 20 minutes left in the show. Um, we can, um, if it's anything else that you wanted to share us about any projects that you're working on before we kind of like, you know, wrap up, then you can have the floor to do that too. I mean, you talked about the show in Atlanta, but are there any other projects that you might be posting soon? I know you, I saw that you were expanding on um, your cosmetics line. So is that something that's going to be coming up soon? Yes, yes. Uh, Paja, any questions for me? <laughs> Well, first, you know what, first of all, maybe it's not a question, but um, definitely a compliment because, you know, Sharon is this big, vibrant personality, but I don't think she gives herself credit. She is an amazing designer. I have to tell you guys this really quickly. I spoke at Periscope Summit, which is like the Periscope User Conference, and she my outfit and did not take my measurements. I mean, I, she looked at me, I was thinking, she's like, I'm going to kind of look at you. All right, I think I got it. And she sent me that outfit, and, baby, I was slaying at Periscope Summit. Like, I'm going to find another reason to wear that. I haven't, I've haven't. i taken it with me, and then I've been like, okay, I don't want to use it for that because it's, this event is not worth, you know, that outfit. But <laughs> she's an amazing designer. I think I need everybody to just kind of know that. She is an amazing designer. I don't care where you are in the world. You can send her a picture of your body and she will somehow know your measurements from looking at a picture of your body and be able to make you something. And whether it's a wedding gown, a ball gown, a summer dress, whatever it is, she can do it. And that just, I think, lends to her talent and passion Um, because she didn't say this now, but I remember her telling me, like, she started sewing when she was younger, you know, in the islands and everything. And so, and then she went to FIT and everything, but girl, I don't think FIT taught her that. I just think that means this is what she was meant to do because 
FIT is going to give you technical training, honey, but she was able to look at me and make my outfit, and I still get asked about it. She don't know she's making my every other dress. If I ever need another event dress, I'm like, I already have a designer. You know what I mean? So yes. <laughs> I wear, just know. I'm going to be like, all right, Sharon, you already know what I need. But so I just need to put that out there, and I – Sometimes, you know, as far as finding our purpose, sometimes it, it, it's those things that just come to us that effortlessly. Sometimes we're always trying to figure it out. You know, we need to go to college. We need to take a class. And we ignore our, you know, our gifts. And I am what I am proud of about Sharon, it, it's not just about overcoming being a teenage mother. She really took her gifts and was like, I'm going to do something with this. I'm going to go get formal education just because, you know, but I, she could, I believe she could have done it without the formal education. I think she would still be who she is today if she didn't do that. And that's just amazing to see somebody that is that into their craft who can look at you and say, yeah, I got it, and get it right the first time. I didn't have to send the outfit back, you know, and say, oh, you messed up on this and that. It was perfect the first time. So I just want to give her that shout-out because that's amazing to me. I don't know. I'm still amazed by that. Periscope Summit was what? Last, not this I just have to give her that shout out. But go ahead, Sharon. Talk about you know whatever. <laughs> you Sorry, we have, a have me. Oh, we got a question. Hey. Yeah, we have a question here from Valerie, and um, she would like to know what inspires the colors that you choose for your fashion line in the print. Oh, why you gotta be all difficult, Valerie? <laughs> <laughs> um. And I got to share, Valerie is really an amazing person. She owns a all-natural uh, um, makeup line that I wear, uh, com. So you guys need to check it out. Like, I wear her foundation. It is the best coverage. I have circles under my eyes, and I don't really – I don't have to put a um, concealer on. It really is great coverage. So what inspires me – um, with colors, I do look at fashion. There's fashion trends, fashion services. So I do look at fashion services, but I really go by what I'm feeling. Um, usually, you know, in fashion, we know a year, two years ahead what the color is for 2020. We already know because fabric got to get dyed, yarns got to get dyed, so we know. However, I usually... One, I I usually go by feeling, right? For me, I've learned instinctively who that inner person is. She always guides me. So when I go fabric shopping, um, that's why I got to be in NYC because I got to touch, I got to feel. I like the smell of fabric. I like the bolts hitting me in my the back of my leg when I'm running through the factory. I love that. <laughs> and so for me, um, when I come back from Atlanta, my swimsuit collection will drop, which is late this year, but however... I just had a rough year um, um, and just doing a lot and trying to balance it all. And so now the collection came out of me. But when I went to the city and to look for fabrics, the same thing happened. I go, and the colors that were drawn to me were not the normal colors. So in this collection, you'll see mustard, olives, um, blushes, nudes, not normal colors of what swimsuits should be. And then the pull, the prints are bold and spicy and correlate back to these colors, but it's what feels right. So I go by feeling, and usually when I go by feeling, it always comes out to be great. 
Um, so I pick from, I look at what the trends are, and then I go by feeling. Because you don't want to be too, too off, but you still want to be in between. So it depends on the collection, depends on my mood, and it depends how much bottle of wines I've had when I'm picking fabric. I mean, you know, it's just what it is. <laughs> don't judge me. But for me, I think that, like, that's the, that's the greatest, greatest uh, thing. So I would like to address, Paige, I thank you so much for saying that. That actually brought a tug tear to my whole eyeball. I got all moist because really, really and truly, I, like you said, I don't think about it. I just do it instinctively. It really is my gift, um, and my gift found me um, when I was taking a sewing class and you know, I could do little things, but when I took a sewing class and the teacher, he was formally trained at FIT, and he would send me home with one thing, and I came back with something else. And he goes, well, who taught you that? Did I teach you? I was like, I don't know. Well, if you can do this, 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 I figured you could do this, this, this. And he was like, it just it doesn't make sense. Like, you know how to do this just instinctively. And he was like, you have a gift, and you have to nurture this gift. And in my brain, I'm going, I'm sorry, what kind of title job is this? People got paid to do this? You crazy? <laughs> what? I was on, I found out about that like April of 95. I was on a plane out of, out of St. Croix to FIT in August. Once I found that, nothing could stop me from, from getting that. Have you ever wanted something so, so bad? Like you just, you could taste it, you could feel it in the soul of your being. And that's what I had, I, had to, I had to go. But I knew how to sew and make patterns and all that stuff before when I went to FIT. I couldn't sketch. Sketching still isn't my forte, but I do it um, to get my ideas across and stuff. But, yes, I have created for people as far as Korea that um, sent me a picture, and she was like, what? But it was a jumper. So I needed more measurements. So we did like a call thing, and bam, she got her jumper, and it was for her wedding. And she was like, I, I can't believe that this thing fits like this. And I go, this is what I do, boo-boo, tap, tap, back, right? <laughs> and so I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I guess I really don't take, I don't receive that. So thank you, Peja, for pouring that my way so that I can really see myself um, from a reflection from your eyes to mine, because that is such a gift um, to see that. Like, I think that's the greatest gift that you could give somebody is for them to see themselves through your loving eyes, because mm-hmm. it really helps to shift their whole perspective. And so that's what Pedro just did for me. She gave me a gift. So I just wrote it on a paper and I stuck it on my motivation wall to remember that that's, that's a part of a gift that I have that I don't even acknowledge I just go, hey, it's all right. It's normal. No, it's it's not normal. Everybody can't do this, Sharon. Right? So now I know. So thank you. You're welcome. Of course. I mean, you know, it it really is. And especially I think because I work in the industry too, it with makeup and I see clothing and I see designs and I see a size two that's not a size two and I see a size four that's really a size zero. Mm. Like, you know, <laughs> Uh, Sharon's going to have to do it for the world. I don't know how you're going to do it, Sharon. Just add it to your list of jobs. But you need to open up a school and, and just teach these people. I don't know. Teach them how you do what you do. It may be unorthodox, but it works. 
and it because you know it's you know, you pull all these items for a, a, you know, a photo shoot because the model is a size four, and then you get there and she can't fit half of them, and she's truly a size four, but the designer can't make a size four. You know, it's frustrating, mm-hmm. and it's the time, mm-hmm. and it's a waste of money and effort and energy, and you know what I mean. So it's is like, a, please, yes, pat yourself on the back for being able to do that because it is truly, truly a gift. Thank you. Um, yes, those those model frustrations. You know, we, we know what set life is, and that is very, very frustrating um, on a lot of wavelengths. Um, I've been fortunate enough that I, I've never had that issue because, like you said, I take the picture, I look, I see, I get what their measurements are, and I pull from the sample closet for that. Um, and usually, you know, you make it work. But I think that some designers are ashamed of the female form and what it does when it ages and it gets bigger and it shifts. And they don't embrace that a woman is made to be curvy and soft and give life. And so they want to uh, dehumanize us and make us all pencil, thin rail sticks when the reality is that is not who we are. That is not how we show up in the world. Um, uh, most men I know want they want something soft and juicy to hold on to. I mean, I remember a guy called me fluffy. I damn near took his whole face off. I was like, "What you call me? Don't ever, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever do that again, because you will lose all your grills." Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but those those are like the simple, easy things. Oh, Valerie had a question. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I made this dope. I mean, everything that I, if you've never seen my swimsuit, go to Guan by Sharon, G W A N by B Y Sharon. And my name is spelled with a C, people. C H A R O N. My mama always knew I would be a star. And so <laughs> that, that actually came to me just sketching and creating when I sketch from a place of, and a couple, I had a couple of glasses of wine and I feel like when I'm creating, I need to be uninhibited when I create best is when I don't think. And I guess that Paige, she can relate to this being a makeup artist. I'm sure that you create your best when you're in your zone and you're not talking, thinking, or doing, you're just working and you're letting, you're letting the universe just provide for you and feed you. That's when the looks come out so great, and then you go, how the heck? I don't even remember yep. what I put on her face. I don't even remember doing her face, but it's fast. Yes. And you probably could never create the look again because you don't know what you did. Right. That's, that's, that's what happened with the cake. It was a sketch. The next day I cut it out. It was like most of my greatest ideas come between two Two on four o'clock in the morning when the world sleeps because energetically the vibration is higher. And so I can just feed off of it. Um, and so I can sketch. So usually that's when I sketch and I create because that's where I get it. And so I sketch all these sketches and then the next day I'll get up and just look through my sketches. So you'll have 20 to 50 sketches. And then the next day I get up and I look through it when I am more on a thinking term to like, okay, we need a top, a bottom of this, you know, to merchandise it properly so that the collection makes sense. And then I go, what the hell is this number? She is hot. 
And that was the case. And she has been a bestseller for this will be the third season. Somebody just ordered that cape again. Like, it's, it's such a great piece. Because, um, I mean, when you go to the beach, it's about just being glamorous. I don't go to the beach just to chip. I mean, get your life. Like, I don't do that. Like, I just go to relax <laughs> and wear fabulous, flowy fabrics, draping, bellowing in the, the, the wind. That's what we do. That's what it's all about um, for me. So, yeah, that's how that was created. I forgot about her. Ha, ha, ha. Good question, Valerie. Good question. So some great yeah. things that will be coming for me for Horace Beauty is that even though we've only been for, I launched in November and sold out in two days, came back again and sold out. This time I bought, I'm trying not to get sold out again um, because I'm, this is a business that I'm learning. So the product's great. I've heard great reviews. Pigment is awesome. And so now what I'm doing is adding matte lippies because I know women like matte. Um, so I have a matte lippy that was specially formulated. I cannot wait for you to try this, Teja. That was specially formulated just for me. And I got to tell you, it's not drying. It goes on moist, and it stays moister than Max um, matte. Because I still have that. We bought a matte uh, retro when I we when you were in New York, and that's kind of drying at times. This, I got to tell you, it dries dry, but still so moist, still so soft. Don't have that really powdery look. Like it's so amazing. So I'm so so excited, and that took the 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 chemist a while to put together and she got it right and I'm so so excited um, because it's amazing it's amazing and so Horace Beauty is made in America it's made in the U.S. by black people right I'm yeah. intentional about my dollar I'm intentional about recycling my money into our community I'm intentional about that it's not a black or white thing but when I can I absolutely do it I absolutely do it um, so for me, that's, 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 so I'm excited about that. And hopefully I can add lip liners and um, other products along the year. So before the end of the year, I would like to add two to three more products. I'm still trying to figure that out. I'll probably hit Paja up to get her, you know, her uh, L.A. fabulous makeup, you know, feedback, um, <laughs> what would be best to add, whether it's lashes or, you know, I'm just, I'm a fashion girl. Um, I just learned to put on lashes because I would keep digging my eye out till I had a private consultation with one of my queens who showed me um, how to do it, which was so, so easy. So, yeah, those are just great things. If you want to um, find out more about the Queen Oration, it's queenoration.com, um, and you can find out all about us. Our tour stops in Atlanta first, July in New York, New Jersey, um, then we go to Houston in September, and then we will be in St. Croix in January. And we're thinking about a DMV one. We're still up in the air about that. And if we do do that one, that one will be, like, in November. So we, I have a very busy year. And when I started out the year, I said I want to be traveling or for any one of my businesses. 
um, at least every six weeks to two months. And so thus far, I've done that. So I'm keeping up with what I want for for the year. Awesome. I know. Awesome. I do a lot. I do a lot. I, I noticed when I was um when I got your bio from Paige and I was reading the email, I was like, she does a lot of different things. I mean, it's great to see that because, I mean, you really have to tap into and kind of like not ignore it when you have a talent and say, oh, I'm just not going to do that, you know. Um, I'm already doing this or that. But, no, do them all. Like, it's better. If you're great at something, explore options on how you can work on making time to do them or, um, you know, just expanding on those ideas and just not living in purpose. You know, that's when you start living in purpose, when you're doing the things that don't feel like work and you love all of them, you know. So. That's exactly that's exactly it. That's exactly it. It's not work. It's not work. Um, it's not work. I, you I'm know, actually, you're. I'm just, it's fun. It's fun. I'm creating. You're creating your legacy. And so that for me, and it's funny because since January, I've been busting my butt so much that I've been walking around with bronchitis for four months, but pushing myself past the capacity, and I'm going, I'm so tired, I'm so this, but I keep pushing and doing and doing, and finally one of my nurse friends goes, I'm just going to need you to go to the doctor. You coughing up lungs. I'm like, girl, that's fine. Let me get some island bush tea and da 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 It'll be good. Finally went, and she was like, how, how long have you been, girl? What? And I'm like, oh, now that I'm getting better, I see, you know, how much more energy I have. So I'm back to sleeping five, four hours a day so I can get it all done. So that's basically how I get it done, like four or five hours a day sleeping. That, that's that's it. <laughs> Oh, Who got time yes. for sleep? Sleep for pumps, honey. Sleep no, please take too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're getting um, down to the last um, five minutes here, so I just want to make sure. Oh, my God. That went by really fast. Yeah, it goes <laughs> by fast. Um, normally, I said it for 90 minutes. Like if we just, I mean, I normally we don't go the whole 90 minutes, but I put it there just in case if we're, like, really into it, you know. Um, but with the technical difficulties, I just was, like, typing fast and, you know, trying to get back in here and get make sure that I was together and we could, you know, have the show today. So I was in problem-solving mode at that moment, but I'm glad everything worked out and we got a chance to chat. And I just want to make sure that um, everybody knows where to find you on social media so they can continue watching your journey and watching you grow. And um, definitely the positivity that you bring and, you know, just have such great energy. So um, can you please share, you know, your Instagram, your website, anywhere that we can find you. You can find me on all social media at Guan by Sharon, G-W-A-N-B-Y, Sharon, C-H-A-R-O-N. And from there, you can trickle off and find all the other brands because I do cross-pollinate. But that on every all social media, Guan by Sharon. And definitely uh, drop me a note, uh, say, hey, boo, hey, you found me on the Fox show because I would love that. I love to, to chat with. I talk with anybody. I talk with the the, the bums on the street. Like, hey, boo, hey, you want a Kit Kat? What you want? Like, I talk to everybody. Like, we're all you. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, you know. 
Um, like one paycheck came, I was like, "What you at? Okay, I'm driving over. I'm coming. I'm I'm gonna be right there in a minute. Give me a second. Like you know, uh, that's how it should be. But I want to thank you guys for having me, having me share my story. Thank you for pouring love my way and honoring me with your presence and your amazingness. I appreciate and honor you guys for what you guys are doing. I love to see young people, and young people, because you guys are younger than me. Uh, you know. <laughs> push that, be that, and push forward. And if you ever need me to come back, as you can see, I love to talk. I can talk, and I can talk. Like you said, I'm a good storyteller. I hear that all the time. Um, yes, I would love you to anytime I mean, you need me. Just I love it. It's definitely, it's, it was amazing for me. Um, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time out and really making, it was really a lot of fun. Like, you really brought such great energy, and I'm sure that it will be a bunch of listeners um, coming back and downloading and catching those pieces that you threw out on, um, you know, being body positive, the message of body positivity and just everything. Like, I'm going to go back later on and listen and um, just feel the energy all over again. I definitely enjoyed everything. Paige, thank you for being here um, today. We made it to episode 11. woo woo. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, absolutely. Send me the link. I would love to send this link out to, uh, you know, my email list to have them find you guys and know where to get in contact with you guys and stuff like that. So that would be awesome. Awesome. All righty, I'll definitely, um, I think I'll, um, Paige, or, or I'll put it down um, in the comments of the post that we were just on, so it'll be there. Oh, awesome. um, so I hope everybody um, has a great night, and Sharon, I can't wait to have you back again. I know you'll have um, more messages to tell us, some more fun, some more jokes, some more laughs. I mean, it was just a great power hour, so. Thanks, everybody, for listening in, and um, thanks, Valerie, for the questions and, um, you know, taking the time out of her day to listen in and everybody else that listened in. We truly appreciate all of you. So I'm going to cue in the music, and I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend, safe weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome to the good life. Uh. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Time shy. 